Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. Hope that you're all doing fantastic out there. And I hope that uh, you are still collecting vinyl records. Vinyl records are the in thing these days. Big, big expansion of some of the flea markets I've seen, some stores where they're getting bigger, and more of them are coming out because vinyl is just as popular as it was a year ago. <laughs> as you know, it kind of died off in the um, in the 90s, but there's been a rebirth, and I hope that you are collecting vinyl, and I hope that you're still listening to this podcast, because this podcast is all about vinyl records and selling. So I hope you've had a great year so far. I've had a little bit of a, uh, of issue with a Vertigo. I don't know uh, if you've heard of Vertigo. Not the movie Vertigo by Alfred Hitchcock, but a little bit of dizziness I've had and, you know, and I've been um, struggling with that. But now I've come back and I'm my regular self. I shut down my stores for (coughs) a few a few weeks uh, just to recuperate and I've been getting assistance and I feel good now so I'm back in the game as they say uh, so um, don't know if you had that before if anybody's had that but it kind of makes you a little bit dizzy and uh, you know it can be your neck it can be your ears it can be your eyes that get affected uh, sometimes all three and um, you know you got to get treatment for it and uh, there is a lot of things available out there uh, and, uh, you know, if you're getting into the late stages of life, you have more of a chance of getting it. But, um, for myself, I have had a touch of it for uh, a while now. And, uh, now it's, it's, uh, it's getting much, much better. So hopefully if you, if you, uh, want to reach out, uh, you know, if you have the same problem, I could explain it to you and what treatments that you need. To get better, uh, just uh, reach out to me anytime. But this podcast, uh, again, is about vinyl records. So um, it's been pretty busy with uh, the stores that I've had uh, on Etsy and Amazon selling pretty good. Uh, and, um, you know, you probably made a sale on Etsy recently. And, um, you know, you see that you've made $45 on the, uh, on the sale, which is great. But, you know, you need to look at what your actual uh, profit is there. And um, what you do is you go to the financial financial section on Etsy and you'll see there's seller's fees, there's tax fees, there's advertising fees. So all in all, it can add up to about $20 for a $45 record. And you need to consider this when you are selling online, especially with the seller fees that are out there. What I like about eBay, and even though eBay has been kind of like not great lately with sales, uh, by the way, they did just lay off like 10,000 of their staff because uh, the economy is not doing really well. And, um, you know, I I could see from my sales, I haven't really sold a lot on there. But I like eBay because they break it down for you. When you make a sale, they tell you exactly what your profits are, which they don't do really on any other site. And I wish the other platforms would adopt the same uh, what uh, eBay's doing because it really makes it easy and you know what you're making uh, per record when you sell it. They break down to seller's fees, the taxes, and you see the net 
profit that you're making on each of the records that you're selling, which really makes sense. And you need to be careful with this, guys. You know, you don't want to boost yourself up where you're not making sales because, you know, you're trying to cover fees. But you also have to find that fine balance when you are selling because uh, it can add up. You know, um, when you operate a store, for instance, um, you know, there is a, a monthly store fee which you're paying on um uh, eBay for $22 a month. Um, and when you're selling on Amazon, there's a store fee of $30 that they charge you a month. You know, you have to take this all in consideration when you're adding up and adding up your profits. Uh, you know, you should be making between 15 to 20% profit when you're selling a record. It just that's the way it is. Um, and it's not going to get any better. It's probably going to get worse for the fees because these guys... Uh, that are operating these platforms, it's getting costly for them to operate a business, just like ourselves when it gets costly to operate a business. So you need to really plan yourself out pro uh, properly and uh, get your... Um, get your profits working so that you know you're making some income like I am uh, I I left my job back a f uh, three years ago and I, since then I've been selling full-time records online and it does well for me and I make uh, a nice little um, profit not full-time profit can't say that it's a full-time uh, profit but it it pays the bills and um, this is something that you have to consider when you are selling records you know you know do you are you okay to leave your job or you can do this part-time or possibly uh you know you just want to just make it a hobby that's that's a fine thing as well too so if you need any assistance with that guys you could always reach out for uh, from uh, to me at uh, jlc a-r-o-n-e at simpatico.ca i'd be more than happy to help you with um you know this discussion i'm having about profit taking we call it profit taking on uh, record sales. I just want to have a big shout out to Long Branch Records. Yes. Some of you in Ontario may know Long Branch Records. They used to have a store on Lakeshore here and they moved into the basement of a flea market and took over a huge section of the flea market and they expanded. Boy, oh boy, do they look good now. Uh, if you get a chance, they're at the Dixie Mall location here in Ontario, Mississauga, Ontario, at the bottom of the flea market, and they've got tons of records. And I, I really am rooting for them because, you know, they had to move from their location because the rent got very, very high. And, you know, this is another thing, too. If you're operating a brick-and-mortar store, a lot of the record shops can't do it anymore because the rent prices here in Toronto, Ontario... It's just insane. And the taxes are insane. So what people are doing, they're packing up, they're leaving, they're going to record shows, they're going to flea markets and making just the amount, the same amount of money. And by the way, and selling online because it's a lot cheaper to operate than a brick and mortar store. But I'm really happy to see Long Branch Records there. Uh, I know the owner there. I've, I've seen him and, you know, he's by himself and he's operating the store and you know what? I'm glad to see that they've settled into that location as well. If you have any um, um, advertisement 
guys that you want to do on this podcast, say you want to advertise your store, whether it's a brick and mortar store or a online store, reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to say a few blurbs of it. By the way, Long Branch didn't ask me to say anything about them and I'm not getting paid from them to say so. I just want them to do well like any other small business here in Ontario. Guys, that's my podcast for today. It's Joe from the Power Records podcast. Over and out, we'll talk to you soon and keep collecting those vinyl records.